1: This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation Channel 156.
0: Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, Tommy Dreamer and I talk about the life and career of Joseph Laurinaitis, road warrior animal who passed away earlier this morning. Uh, For this entire episode, we dedicate it and do a tribute uh, to Road Warrior Animal. We do it with the Busted Open Nation and with some great guests. Bill Apter, Bully Ray, Jim Ross, Mark Henry. We talk about, again, the life and career of someone who will be sorely missed in our community, Road Warrior Animal. Just hours ago, uh, we lost... A legend, and that is Road Warrior Animal, uh, passing away uh, early this morning, uh, a day after he celebrated his wedding anniversary. Um, The, I mean, it's devastating news. Uh, We had a whole show planned out for day today. Tommy and I were going to talk the top ten greatest Hispanic wrestlers of all time. But obviously, when you hear the news of one of the true legends in our sport passing away, uh, we are going to make this a special tribute to Road Warrior Animal. Member of the Road Warriors, the Legion of Doom. I say on this show, every time I host with Bully, I call Bully the greatest tag team wrestler of all time. But the greatest tag team of all time, without a doubt, is the road warriors and today we're going to celebrate the life and career of road warrior animal as i said who passed away early this morning and joining me obviously like he does every wednesday somebody i know who's very upset and distraught about hearing this news is tommy dreamer tommy not not the show that we thought we were going to be doing today
2: no, we wanted to uh, go to the top rope and clothesline retribution in Monday Night Raw, and then talk about the greatest uh, Hispanic wrestlers. But uh, you know, reality of life uh, set in early this morning.
3: <clears throat> Excuse me, it's going to be hard <coughs> because uh, I was friends with Joe and. Listen, if there was one person who loved being a professional wrestler, it was Road Warrior Animal. He was uh, one of the boys, and I have spent so many days with him doing conventions,
2: uh, and I would sit there. I know I would text you, or I would tell you these stories, Dave, and you'd be like, awesome, because you, just like myself, ap- appreciate how much the road warriors meant to professional wrestling. And um, the biggest thing with him was how much he loved his family. (sighs) Um,
3: He talked about his kids and his grandkids all the time. It's just really crappy day. And I'm great friends with his brother. I met his family. It's just, it sucks. And I'm sorry, I'm upset. But as a wrestling community, we're upset and I'll get myself together because I want to celebrate the life and the career of the greatest tag team wrestler of all time. My friend, Joe Lorditis, Road Warrior Animal.
0: And this is I, I know this is tough for you, Tommy, and and thank you for doing the show today because you could easily have said that this was too hard for you to do. But I know that in, in this moment, you definitely want to celebrate uh the man as you said uh you know i i don't know the man uh, i just knew the character that i saw on tv i had the privilege to interview him a few times uh the last time was at Starcast with bully and i and i'm sure we're gonna hear from bully today because i know how much he was influenced by the road warriors uh growing up and as you know tommy uh, the best way to get through a situation like that and to get get through a situation like this is being with family and friends and I'm glad that we're going to be able to talk uh to the nation today Tom because I'm sure we're going to talk to a lot of fans that have some great cherished memories of the Road Warriors and Road Warrior Animal. Now, I mean and and, and think about this it doesn't feel like it was that long ago that the Road Warriors we're in the ring wrestling together. It doesn't feel like it was that long ago that my father would take me to see the Road Warriors wrestle at the Meadowlands and now we're talking about both Road Warrior Hawk and Road Warrior Animal no longer being with us. It's it, it I can't wrap my my head around it, to be quite honest. Yeah.
2: It's uh, uh listen, man, when you talk about like I said, I spent so many times and days with Joe and he would tell me so many stories. Uh, it was, it, it was like at times like Al Bundy talking about his high school uh, and, and his touchdowns, and he'd be like, "Listen to this." And again, like Joe had such and the the character at Road Warrior Animal was nothing like uh, Joe Laurinaitis the person. Uh, he was so much fun to be around. He was one of those guys. No matter where we were. He'd be like, Tommy, I got a guy who's got a restaurant here, or I got a guy for this. He had guys everywhere because he was Road Warrior Animal. And like, but he was also such a nice dude. And he would always tell Hawk stories, or Hawk was this messed up, or, but he would always end it with like, man, but I loved him. He was my brother. And he'd be like, I miss him. Like, there would be so many times uh, the last time I, I saw him was February. We spent four days together, um, sitting next to each other. And I probably heard some of the same stories over and over again, but it was just, when I tell you like how much he, he just loved being one of the boys and another time. And I'm, I'm with him. In Chicago and I'm stuck in between him and the nasty boys and he it was like they were back in the day of WWF and the nasty boys are still like you know knobs is so loud I wish knobs was here right now just so I could hear his loud voice yelling Joe what about this or just being like starting to try to rip (laughs) they unscrewed the screws of his spikes and every time, if anyone ever took a picture with Joe, uh, he would you know pick up and he put the the shoulder pads on, and he puts the shoulder pads on, and they unscrewed all the spikes, and so like half of them start falling off as he's putting around some fan, and like Joe just knew like the that they ribbed him, and he would just be like guys, or they would steal the spikes. And this went on for four days and they're grown men and just having fun because that was, like I said, they, he just loved being one of the boys. And and I can't tell you how proud he was that his son uh, he was proud of all his children, but like he told me, I never missed my son James's games or if I was on the road, I'd fly there to see the game and then fly back out. Um, He just, he was, he was a, a really good, dad and human being and you know he loved his family and he loved wrestling Uh, and hopefully I'm gonna remember all these stories coming in and I'll tell them but yeah if you're a wrestling fan please call if you're one of the boys and you want to share a moment uh, about him please call because you know funerals and wakes aren't for the person who's passed it's really for us and for us to heal and to be surrounded by love and just tell some good stories. So that's what we're trying to do today.
0: Yeah. We're going to, we're going to do our best as, as family to, to get through this rough moment. And again, we lost the character road warrior animal, but more importantly, the man uh, Joe Laurenitis, uh who just turned 60 years old, just about a week and a half ago, just celebrated his wedding anniversary uh yesterday and then early this morning we lost him at the age of 60. As you said Tommy um we're gonna we want to talk to the nation in moments like this and unfortunately in the 11 years that I've been doing this show we've went down this road so many times but this one's a tough one to swallow but we do want to hear from the busted open nation today share some stories share some moments uh share some fan interactions eight seven seven three four 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 eight nine three eight seven seven fight ninety three We'll also try to get some um guests on as well to talk about the man Joe Laurinaitis, to talk about the character road warrior animal um you know we we'll do the best we can. Somebody that's gonna join us, Tommy, in just about five minutes is uh Bill after uh is is going to join us here on busted open uh, the first time I ever met Road Warrior Animal was actually with Bill After out in Miami uh the week of WrestleMania 28 and um and Road Warrior Animal knew how important Bill After was and those wrestling magazines of the 80s and made them mainstream household names so it's going to be a really Really good for us to, to share some memories and moments with Bill Aptor in a few minutes, Tommy.
2: Absolutely. And I mean, I know about the power of the magazines and you think about so many iconic pro wrestling illustrated and WWF magazine covers
0: mm-hmm.
2: with that face paint. These, the Road Warriors were the most unique tag team. And when they burst upon the scene, There was nothing like it. If I'm going back, I couldn't believe. And I mean, you and I have talked about it. The first time the Road Warriors came up north was to the Meadowlands. And I was there. And when that music hit of Iron Man, there was nothing like it. It it is to me uh, when... Like I've I've been in there when you know Hulk Hogan, Eye of the Tiger, or Real American. When that Iron Man music hit for the first time, I was there live. You were there live. Yep. It it was like two gods hit the ring, and how they stormed the ring was just like you knew something exciting was going to happen. It, it's funny, and I I've told them this. When I was growing up, I always wanted to be a wrestler, and when me and my friends, you know, we'd wrestle in the, I don't want to say in the backyard, but it was in the backyard. And my first tag team, I was, we were off in Sika. And I remember I used to take off my shirt and we used to try to like make our hair crazy or put on wigs and we'd wrestle as the Samoans. And then after that, it was the road warriors. And I was always animal. And my friend was always Hawk cause I was bigger and bulkier. And my friend was thinner and I used to tell Animal, like, dude, I was such a mark for you. And I can't tell you how many times with some of my friends, like, especially in pools, we would load them up for the doomsday device. Yeah. And I'd come off the top rope and clothesline the hell out of, one of my friends uh, into the pool. And uh, I would lay it in. But um, <laughs> you also, if you think about, and I, again, talking to me, like, I, he'd show me pictures, like, dude, I've been as heavy as, like, 330 and looking at his size and doing backflips. I mean, he used to do it all the time where they'd pick him up. He'd do a backflip, land on his feet, clothesline the dude, make the tag. Or he was really, at first, and he used to say, like, poor, these poor guys. I didn't know any better. Um, And they would just get in there because Ole Anderson said, beat the crap out of these guys. And that's what they would do. And But he really him and Hawk really became really, really good in ring performers instead of just mauling people.
4: History is happening. 20 years from now, this is going to be the most talked about championship of all time. And the history books are
1: being written on Sirius XM NBA Radio. Every big shot in the NBA playoffs. Bang! Luka Doncic just won it for the Mavericks. Every twist and turn in the bubble. LeBron is not going to win a title if Anthony Davis is not playing at a high level. Don't miss a moment of the 2020 NBA playoffs. With games every night on your 24-7 Home for Hoops. Series 207 XM 86.
0: Uh, We lost the legend early this morning, Uh, the character, uh, Road Warrior Animal, but the man, Joseph Laurinaitis, passed away early this morning at the age of 60, just turned 60 about a week and a half ago, Tommy. uh, Just celebrated his wedding anniversary yesterday, and we lost him this morning. And today we're going to do our best to remember and celebrate the life and career of a member of the greatest tag team of all time, and that is the Road Warriors. And Tommy, you knew him as a man, and he was a, a friend. I only knew him as a fan. And uh, we're we're welcoming anybody to call in today, a fan, friend, anyone that wants to share memories and moments with definitely one of the true legends in our sport.
2: Yeah, uh, the first time I ever met, Uh, Road Warrior Animal and Hawk together was in Philadelphia when they went back to the WWE. And this was early, I want to say ECW. And Hawk was just, you know, so inviting and so was Animal. And then years after, I remember being, um, I think I'm working in the office and I'm with Joe, and you know, I'm also a bit of a big wrestling historian, and he starts bitching about <laughs> WWE and his brother, and he goes, Tell my brother, uh, this. And I'm like, Who's your brother? <laughs> and like, I had no, and his brother was my boss, and I did not know that him and, and John Laurinaitis or People Power Johnny, uh, were. Brothers, until like seriously years later, wow, into my adulthood because I, you know, you just you want to believe everything that the the wrestling business feeds you, and and in, in to me it was Hulk was his brother, not uh, Johnny, but you know his other brother was uh the Terminator, uh, who was in Florida and wrestled in uh wrestled in the WCW NWA for a little bit, didn't have the career um, that, you know, his brother did, but it's just, man, I, so many moments and the best was when, if you got to know Joe, I would talk to him about like the eye injury with the working out with the weights and the thing they did with um, the powers of warlord and Barbarian. And he was like, dude, that was a complete shoot. And he would tell you the, the entire backstory of it all. And he was like, those rates, were, those weights were real. And when we hit it and then they went rolling into the crowd and there I am selling. And I'm like, Jesus, I hope it'll kill anybody. Uh, but he would tell you the whole backstory of every Mark question that I could ask him. And But like I did, I loved hearing all the stories of back in the day. And, you know, he was, listen, he had his own podcast. He was very, very, he kept up on the wrestling business very, very much. Uh, He was, he was also one of those guys who was, you know, he was just, he got like, he got that when he got into the business, he wasn't good. And like, he, he would apologize like for it. You know, it's funny too, uh, we just had a creative meeting in Impact and we have, uh, for Bow for Glory, we do like a, a it's it's Impact's version of a, a Royal Rumble. And I pitched for him to be a surprise, even though there's no fans there, but for the fans at home. And I was just like, I know he can clothesline people. I don't know if he'd be able to get eliminated. And, you know, it was just, we... you we write down on, you know, all the people we'd like to see in this thing. And and he was one of my, one of my entrants, just because I just knew even in 2020 fans would still go nuts at home. Oh my gosh. Yes. Road warrior animal showed up on, on an impact uh, pay-per-view just to get a pop at home. And I also want to do it because I was just friends with the guy and get him a payday, but he was, uh, he was awesome, man. And when I tell you how I would see him interact with the fans at every convention, he would sit and they would say, man, I loved you guy. And he would be like, oh, thank you. They would, t- And he would start telling his stories to the fans, too, who were just waiting there for a picture. And, you know, when they say it's a meet and greet, he would he would meet and greet you. And he would tell you stories. He was talking to them. Uh, like I said, he loved being a professional wrestler. I th- he loved being a, a dad, a husband, uh, a family man first, but he loved the business. And, you know, pre COVID, like all of us, he was working every friggin', I would see his name at every convention. Unfortunately, he couldn't really wrestle anymore, but he was making so many appearances and he was always like, I, like I said, I got a guy or, Hey, check this guy. I got this convention. I got that convention. I'm booked here. He was always hustling. And, and that's, to that's being one of the boys.
0: So, Tommy, some, you talked about stories. Somebody who definitely was able to share a lot of stories early on and helped make, you know, the road warriors and road warrior animal, a household name, and that is Bill Apter, the legendary Bill Apter, who joins us right now. And, uh, you know, Bill, uh, good morning, and 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 I know it's a tough time, and, th- and thank you for joining us today.
5: A pleasure, a pleasure. Um, I, I'm in a state of shock. Um, I remember um, my phone was on the charger, and it was uh, vibrating at about, I don't know, five after seven this morning, Eastern Time, and it was uh, uh, Sal Corrente, uh, the big cheese, who called and told me he had seen it on uh, uh, Mark Laurinaitis' Facebook page, and I went to it, and I couldn't find it, and I kept saying, well, I'm hoping this isn't true. Uh, then I got another call from Scott Wilder, one of the uh, uh, agents, uh, and my phone kept Blowing up, and finally Mac Davis, a dear friend of mine, who was also a correspondent and a wrestler, called, and that he had just talked to uh, Animal's wife, and she confirmed it, and just totally knocked out. Um, When you talk about stories, the uh, um, I was there uh, at the beginning, before the makeup, when uh, Oli sent uh, he and Animal up. he and uh hawk out to the ring in like motorcycle jackets and i did post photos of them um but they weren't in that road warrior uh paint stuff at that time they really didn't know what they were going to do and uh from there back to the days of uh the paint on the faces and um Uh, The great photo sessions that he and Hawk gave us, Craig Peters and I, for hours and hours at a time. Those great PWI covers with the red background and the horror lighting that we did. And then I remember the days in uh, taking them around New York City and Central Park and doing photos with them and Precious Paul Ellering. Uh, The story that I always remember though, that was one of my scariest times in the wrestling business is uh, I had shot pictures of them in their gym in uh, Minneapolis, and they had to get to a radio station within twenty minutes to do a live show and uh, There was no way they were going to make it in twenty minutes, so uh, I remember a hawk saying let 's just get in the fricking car and we 'll do it uh so we got on the highway, and there was so much traffic. It was standstill, like the Long Island Expressway. So Joe looked at Hawk. Hawk looked at Joe, and he said, do it. And they went up on the grating, on the uh, uh, like you would see on an expressway, and they drove 10 minutes on the grass before we got stopped. It was unbelievable. Well, then, Everybody's you had
2: doing. to make the town, Bill. Well, Come on now.
5: Yeah, that's it. That's it, but what a shock uh he had his birthday last week, and uh his his terrific wife kim uh i m me that they're doing a surprise party for him, and would I be one of the uh friends of his that would um honor him with a video and I made a comedic video for him. Uh, saying, "Oh, Joe, I, I I know I know that Joe guy. He's one of the two uh, demolition guys, right?" She said he popped for that. He went crazy over it. Yeah, yeah. So what what a what a shock! We lose another great one, and at such an early age. And the change, you know, when they talk about the changes that are going on right now in our business, the change that the road warriors. Made in the business uh, is something so memorable, and it really made a difference in the entire wrestling business because uh, it changed the way a lot of a lot of the guys worked. Who wanted to be like the Road Warriors, but they they never they can be a ton of imitations, and, but you can never replace the original ones. And I, I am proud. I am proud to say that all the times I interviewed them on the PWI press conferences uh, to be called a gerbil face twit by Hawk and Animal, and they made a t shirt up in my honor with the gerbil face twit, I will cherish that for the rest of my life.
0: Uh, Bill, I I know this is a tough time, and uh, we appreciate you coming on and just sharing a story or two that that means the world to us because what we're going to do for the rest of today's show is is celebrate his life and career. And I'm just looking at the phones, which we haven't gotten into. We have every line is lit with fans that want to share moments and memories. And for somebody like you to join our show and, and, you know, just share some stories. We truly appreciate it at this tough time. Thank so you. thank
5: you, Bill. Thank you very and, much. And I, I would uh, tonight uh, when I get back from uh, from all the things I have to do today uh, on video dot com. I'm going to uh, uh, link up uh, all the recent videos that I did with uh, with Animal. There were quite a few of them. He was a really good friend. He really is. Yeah. So thank you. For, I'm honored that you, uh, you called on me to be here.
2: Hey, everyone. This is Kirk Morris. This is Greg McElroy, And this is Nate Burleson. With the 2020 NFL season finally upon us, we're excited to announce three new NFL podcasts from SiriusXM. On Total Coverage, we'll explore the hows and the whys behind the week's biggest results. On Inside the Pocket, we will go under the helmet for
6: all the quarterbacks
2: in the NFL. And on 17 weeks, Jamal Adams, Emmanuel Sanders, and Eric Ebron will
6: discuss the latest NFL stories straight from the locker room. New episodes of all three podcasts will be available every week on the SiriusXM app and wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Bill said something that really, really stuck with me. Uh, the Road Warriors changed the wrestling business. And when he, he said that, I was like, yeah, they did. Number one, it was the first time you started, like you said, too, started to cheer for the bad guys. And it took super duper over baby faces to counter those bad guys. But they made, be, they made being bad guys cool. And then also that era of when he says change the business, you think about older wrestlers like what before they came on the scene, there wasn't that many body guys out there. And then all of a sudden you saw how quickly the Road Warriors rose in, I don't want to say popularity, but the houses that you could draw with them. So now everybody is either starting to work out or now, if you remember the slew of road warrior imitations or big guys getting into the business that at the time probably had no reason being in the business because they weren't ready, but that Those two guys changed how people looked at professional wrestling and looked at professional wrestlers because they were just these gigantic freaks, meaning with their bodies. And if you look at, you know, and I'm talking pre-Road Warriors, you can list the guys that had good bodies, you know, the Tony Atlas, but they were more anomalies. But then here came the Road Warriors and it was just like off to the races of these Big, big, giant, you know, guys, because you saw their popularity and you saw like for every wrestling promoter uh, in the territories, how they started to draw and they drew everywhere they went from Georgia. uh, And, you know, if you read in his book or he just took, it was Oli Anderson's idea to do the Road Warriors thing. And then when they went back to the AWA they dominated and traveled everywhere being the road warriors, but like were main eventers instantly because of their uniqueness. And Paul Ellering was their legit manager. Like, and he said, Paul came to them and said, hey, I'll handle all this. And he did. He handled their business. And, and like, it was an amazing relationship for years. And if you also think about you know when uh, when Joe went to New Japan. I'm sorry. When Hawk went to New Japan. Wait, who went to New Japan? And they, how many just different companies tried to formulate their own version of the Road Warriors? Even when his last you know run, when they gave it to John Heidenreich and, and were trying to push him, but like that Road Warrior brand is still so over to this day and like i said i've i've sat with joe for days uh at conventions when people would still come up with pictures or you know those pictures of of them either doomsday devising somebody or them holding the tag titles uh pe- he always was busy at these conventions, always people never forget that. And that's what I love about people and most importantly, wrestling fans. Uh, I know uh, I've met a bunch of people at these conventions that listen to the show. My friend, Bill, who uh, lived in Winston Salem area, we went and again, Joe, I got a guy went to the, his pizza place. And he hooked us all up with, with dinner. And, you know, after a long day of signing and doing nothing, we would just go out in the town or, and like I said, Joe would be like, Hey, we're going to go out to eat here. And you just like, okay, why? Because it's road War animal. telling you, you're going to go eat somewhere. He's like, everything will be taken care of. And it was, man, he was, I, I can't say this enough, how much he just, he loved being one of the boys because of you could hear it from, and you could, I could picture his smile, Uh, Like I said, the last time I saw him was February and just, you know, that boyish grin underneath the paint is what most people didn't get to see. But I got to see it a lot, a lot of times.
0: And Tommy, somebody who knows a lot about tag team wrestling and a lot about the Road Warriors personally and as a fan is our very own uh, Bully Ray. Bully, good morning, man. I know it was tough hearing the news this morning. Yeah, it's pretty damn sad, without a doubt.
6: Um, At 60 years old, uh, entirely too young, you know, forget about the fact that he's a wrestler or, you know, this and that we know him personally and professionally, you know, a 60-year-old man. um, uh, Very sad to hear, And right off the bat, my condolences to, uh, you know, all of his family, his son, his brother, uh, you know, Johnny. Um, fans all over the world of his, the, you know, the boys that were friends of him. It, it just, it, it's, it's a sad day. Whenever you have somebody like this in the, in the industry pass away, it's definitely uh, it kind of gets you, it kind of gets you right by the throat. And it, it, for me, it's a constant reminder of my own mortality as anything can happen at any time.
0: So uh, very sad to, say, uh, sad to hear the passing of road warrior animal and and bully, like i I talked about this earlier in the show, like this morning when I was eating breakfast, and I was going over my notes for the show that you know we were gonna actually have today, and I was on Facebook, and I was just scrolling through Facebook, and I saw his wife's posting from last night of pictures of them together because yesterday was their anniversary, and Bill after was just on earlier in the show talking about his birthday that he had last week. And it just hit me because like Tommy texted me about his passing. I was like, how can that be? I I was just, you know, an hour ago looking at pictures from the anniversary and, and it, it hit me like what you just said. It, it, it makes you think of your own, you know, mortality when you see something like how things, how life can change at the drop of a dime. And, and this is definitely a case of that. Uh, I have
6: conversations with friends, family. I think I might even had a conversation with you, Dave, or Tommy. And I'll actually verbalize. I'll say, uh, I got about 20 years left. And people will be like, what are you talking about, 20 years left? You, you, you're you're going to live to your you know, 80 or 90? I'm like, no. I'm really realistic. At 49, I probably got 20 good years left in me you know, where I can enjoy this life. And anything after that will be gravy. Well, look at Animal. I mean, he's 60. Anything can happen to anybody at any time, and that's why you have to. It's so cliche and, you know, passe, you know, know, live every day. It's like it's your last. But yesterday was his anniversary with him and his wife, and that was his last day. You know, thank God that they got to have that last day together. Because who would have known that today he'd be gone at 60 years old, and that's why it is so, so, so important. Because we all say, "Now it can't happen to me." Uh, that you know, th- that won't be me. You know, but you never, never know. The three of us right now talking to one another might not be talking to each other tomorrow,
5: mm-hmm.
6: and, and that is reality. It's not a morbid way of thinking. It's just the way it is, and it sucks uh and i'm sorry another one of our brothers uh you know is gone because uh you know i, I put it out on the old twitter machine this morning it- The greatest tag team of all time. End of story. He was a good dude. Got along with them. Last time that I saw him, I told him, hey, listen, if you want to get in the ring, I'll get in the ring with you. But, um, you know, uh, always enjoyed seeing him. I heard Tommy talking about him. Always had massive lines, uh, you know, at the autograph sessions. Fans always wanted to flock to him, take pictures with him, hang out with him,
0: hear his stories. Going to be missed. Yeah, it's a it's a tough one, Bully, and and I you know we thought of you obviously because not only are you our partner, but I know how much he meant to you, and of course the tag team wrestling, and you know when I it doesn't matter how many times I you know I interviewed him or he's appeared on the show, every time I think of him, I think of myself as you know a twelve years old at the Meadowlands cheering for him. So uh, as you like to say, Bully, and I think this will definitely be a case of it is. We're going to do our best today to celebrate his life and his career. Taken too young at 60. I mean, my goodness, only a week and a half into his in, into being 60. But uh, we're going to do our best today uh, to celebrate uh, his life and career. And, and Bully, thanks so much for joining us this morning. I, we truly appreciate it.
6: No, uh, thanks for having me on. And, and you know, when it comes to celebrating his life, he has had a really great life. He's had a really illustrious career. Maybe a couple more of the boys can pop on this morning to talk about him. Because um, despite the fact that he went so soon, and it is a very, very sad and, you know, um, sudden loss uh, for us, he did have an incredible life to celebrate and uh, we should st- share some stories, share some memories um, and, and uh, you know, try to make the best of this show as we memorialize and eulogize animal for the rest of this morning.
2: Bob, did you get to work with him when he was in SmackDown or were you guys gone?
6: Uh, I only got to work with animal once uh, when the road warriors were brought back to the WWE Um, that one night in Philadelphia where they lost in like the opening match to Kane and Rob Van Dam. The idea was to bring the Road Warriors back to work with the Duds um, and we were finally gonna get to have that match that people had wanted to see. It never happened because that night didn't go so well for the Road Warriors and I don't think they were asked back. I got to work with Joe in TNA. I got to work with Animal in TNA When we were supposed to work with the Steiners, but Scott had gotten hurt. I think this was the incident in Puerto Rico where Scott uh, had the throat issue and we were supposed to have uh, this match, and, and TNA couldn't think of a replacement. I said, listen, we're going to be in Chicago. Why don't we just call Road Warrior Animal? It's Chicago. It'll be a massive pop, and now we have one Road Warrior and one Steiner versus the Dudleys, uh, you know, Team 3D. I said, it'll work, and they called him, and he came in, and uh, we got to work with them. So that's the only time I've ever that I can remember being in the ring with him uh i have fond memories of that night interesting stories from that night um but yeah that 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 was the 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 biggest memory of uh of working with him and i'll and i do remember the feeling of starting off the match me versus him because i basically told Devon, i said yeah i'm gonna start the match with animal
2: <laughs> that's cool you know bill uh bill dave Bill Apter also said something about, you know, when they said change in the business, but like there's a term in the business that wrestlers use. like Hey, we got a road warrior pop and think about that when there's millions of wrestlers, but wrestlers will use that term because it's just this enormous ovation when that music would hit. Uh, It's just it's it's a really shitty thing today.
6: Yeah. Because okay. well, I don't even right. I, I don't even know how he passed away. Do you guys know?
2: Uh, I do, but I'm not gonna say until the family uh
6: Oh, okay. No problem. It. No problem. But yeah, we're talking about the Road Warrior pop. Think about it. Think of all the, the loudest reactions we've ever heard as kids. You know, being in the garden for Snooker going off the top of the cage, Hogan winning the championship in the garden against the Sheik. Austin pops, this pop, that pop. There's only one act in the history of our business that a reaction uh, has been named after, and that's the Road Warriors, because night after night after night, that pop was insane, and thus we have the Road Warrior pop.
0: Bully, uh, thank you. Thank you for joining us, and you're 100% right, and I'm sure we're going to have a lot of memories from the nation. It's a tough show to do, but I appreciate you joining us so early. Thank you. Not a problem, guys. Have a a good show, and God bless Hawk
6: and Animal, the Road Warriors, the greatest tag team that ever lived.
1: Your home for all things combat sports is Sirius XM Fight Nation, Channel 156. Start your day with Hall of Fame Pro Wrestling Talk on Busted Open. All you need is a moment to get somebody over. Then the Auken Barak Show keeps you updated on all things boxing. Let's not say that Canelo hasn't fought anybody with fighting guys on the way out. And Jimmy Smith has you covered for mixed martial arts. You want to look behind the curtain and see what these guys have to deal with for the amount of money they're making. The fight game broken down like nowhere else. Only on Sirius XM Fight Nation, Channel 156
0: devastating news this morning um about the loss of a true legend and we've had a lot of phone calls Tommy we're going to continue with the phone calls I'm, I'm always so pleased that our that our fans never forget and remember and we have a ton of phone calls from the nation we'll try to get to as many as possible but but Tommy we do want to share stories and memories with the legends that are in our business, and who better than the greatest voice in the history of pro wrestling who joins us right now, and that is Jim Ross. And and Jim, thank you uh, so much for uh, joining us this morning.
4: My pleasure, guys. Uh, Sad occasion, but always good to be with you.
0: And hearing the news this morning, like you said, a sad occasion, but I know, um, especially when you were a part of the broadcast booth, that world championship wrestling with you know david crockett and tony Schiavone. i'm sure a lot of memories of road warrior animal
4: absolutely you know uh the road warriors did not wrestle that much on television so they're always doing interviews and uh every now and then i got lucky to be able to hold the microphone for them and so i had a lot of experience with them and got to be great friends and so forth it just when I heard the news this morning, I said, this cannot be true. It just cannot be true that a guy that's, hey, look, I'm 68. So I heard Bubba's remarks earlier about being aware of our own mortality. I think about that every day, every day, because I know how how sensitive life can be. Losing my wife Jan, as I did three years ago, it seems like yesterday. Uh, and so this is just hard to, it's hard to process these type things, but, uh, I just was absolutely shocked. And I, I as as uh, Tommy mentioned, I sent out a tweet earlier today about, I was looking forward to seeing Joe and a, a lot of other Mo friends and, uh, it Lawler's thing on in Jackson on Saturday night. It was, it's a, uh, those opportunities where you can go to these events like Lawler's on Saturday. Uh, I look forward to so much because I get to reconnect with my old friends. And I, I said this to somebody just the other day, and God, I didn't have any idea it would come to fruition this way, that I can't wait to see all these guys because at my stage of life, you know, and, and, and a lot of the guys that I'm going to be seeing that are even older than me, uh, you know, you never know. You just never know when you'll be able to reconnect and connect again. But, you know, these guys uh, were, they're icons. You know, they, they reinvented the way tag team wrestling was presented by and large. I know Bill Watts loved them. Uh, he he and Ole Anderson would commiserate about uh, when Ole put them together, Hawk and Animal together. And, and, of course, that's why Bill hired and brought in two very green guys and uh, Jim Helwig and Steve Borden, uh, you know, a Warrior and uh, and, uh, and Sting. He, he loved that pairing so much. He wanted his own road warriors. And he soon found out that you can't replicate greatness. You can't we can't manufacture it. It's got to happen. And those guys had great chemistry. Uh, and they had great matches. I heard some of the, you know, I seen them have great matches with rock and roll express, a smaller team. I seen them have great matches with big guys. They knew, they knew their game. And, uh, they're, you know, Joe's going to be missed. And my sincere condolences to his family, his son, James, his brothers, Mark and, and John. Uh, just, I just can't believe fellas that, that, uh, the big guy's gone. So suddenly, and I, I'm anxious to hear what the scenario was. I was talking to Raphael Morphy this morning. I said, you know, maybe he had sleep apnea. Maybe he had the virus. You know, we think about all these things. And then I got off that issue. I just want to remember the fun I had with him. And they were great to joke with and and uh, to tease, quite frankly. Have fun. They can make fun of themselves. So uh, it's a sad day. I'm sure we'll mention it tonight on AEW. Uh, I plan on it. Uh, I don't know if if it's written in the show or not at this early date, but I'm certainly going to mention that and send my condolences to the family and to the fans. A lot of fans—they love these people. They love the Road Warriors. So I'm I'm, I'm, uh, still kind of shocked, to be honest with you.
2: Hey Jr., uh, when you know Bubba, everyone would say, "Oh, greatest tag team," and Bubba always turns it to Road Warriors. Uh, for you, everyone's—you're the greatest announcer of all time. You're the voice of, of so many uh, fans, and you know Bubba and I were talking er- earlier. For there's been millions of wrestlers, and the fact that we called a Road Warrior Pop uh, speaks volumes for how the the Road Warriors changed the business. And I, I know I've been blessed to sit alongside him so many times, and just. There was he was just somebody, and and I know because you spent time with him too. He loved being one of the boys, and like yeah, I, yeah. I was saying earlier, I got to sit in between him and the nasty boys for eight hours. I was exhausted because I felt like I was babysitting, but it was so much of a fun day. And, and I don't know if you have any stories like that that you can share with the fans, but it's just he he loved being a dad. And I know how, how proud he was of his son playing football. But he just, he loved being, like you said, for this Saturday, being around the boys and being one of the boys.
4: I always wanted to see uh, a long-term program uh, with the Road Warriors versus Dr. Death and uh, Terry Gordy. It's just, it's just shocking to think that all four of those guys I just mentioned are gone because they, they, they seem to be invincible uh, their physical status was just, you know, awe-inspiring. So uh, we always had a lot of fun kidding, uh, kidding them about that. I remember one time, I had to step in a, between a fight in West Palm Beach, Florida, a fight that was about to happen between uh, uh, Doctor Death and Hawk. And uh, I, I was absolutely stupid, but I, this they were going to hurt each other, and uh, so I, I started making jokes you know, you two shooters, and you tough guys, and you're not getting paid for this. And I started laughing at them. And the hawk started, an, an animal started laughing. He's right, JR's right, you know? uh, we're not making any money for this. So they didn't fight, thank God. That would have been ugly. Uh, it would have been a deadly fight though, been a good one, we have been talking about that for years. But they just were, uh, they seem to be so intimidating, but they really weren't. You know, a hawk and an animal just, they're big jocks, they're big, You know, uh, in all all due respect, they're meatheads. And I love meatheads. The more meatheads, the better in my locker room, I can tell you that. And they were just great. And, you know, I just, uh, they had that front where they maintained their their public persona. They protected it very much. But they were just really cool guys. And and animals just was, I just can't believe he has gone. I didn't know he was even ill. I had maybe... It was sudden. I don't have any idea. We'll, we'll find out upstairs as the, as the day goes on, guys. But you know, I, I just—that's what shocked me. Is I the last time I saw Joe, he looked great. He looked in good shape. He looked he had been working out and all that good stuff. But man, it's just hard to hard to process, guys. That you know, we we lose another legend this way, and uh, he'll never be forgotten. I, I really choose to celebrate his life and to mourn it. It's easy to mourn. Uh, uh, for any of our losses, but I, 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 I've survived my grieving by thinking of the great things that I experienced with it with the person I'm grieving for. And that's what I choose to do here today. The last we had, the fun we had, calling them matches, uh, with it, with those guys, putting them over, making them bigger than life as I if, as you could. So it's just a, it's a hell of a day, the hell of a sad day. And, uh, but you know the show must go on as they say unfortunately and uh I'm just I love the guy he was a good he was a good guy really good person and uh, I just hope that his family can get through this and uh as we all should try to get through it
0: JR thank you uh for taking the time out uh we'll be listening and and watching you tonight on AEW Dynamite and just truly appreciate always uh you know, always being there for us. And, uh, and thank you uh, for joining the show this morning.
4: I appreciate the work you guys do and, uh, love the show as you guys know. Uh, so, and I'm glad that we were able to come together and and I'm glad that Marissa called me. Uh, I was thinking about calling in as well. There's a lot of fans want to talk and they, they really come first. They've always come first in my life, but I'm glad to get the opportunity to chat and, uh, I just, uh, I just, uh, it's going to be a tough day to get through. I, I can't wait till we get on the air tonight, to be honest with you, so I can get my mind off uh, Joe's passing and get back onto what we all love, he loved to do, and that's uh, uh, be a part of a wrestling show. So uh, I appreciate you guys having me on.
1: Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open